The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You chose to take a journey down a long and dangerous trail Chose to serve your country and we know you served us well But now you're back and it's our duty to keep you safe and warm Shake your hand and welcome you back home with open arms We're America, your family, the land of liberty We're thankful for your sacrifice, your fight to keep us free We are America And we truly do believe You're the backbone of our nation Thanks to you we're living free We're a quilt of many colors And we breathe red, white, and blue We're America, your country And America wants you It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray, along with his co-host, Linda Crater. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray with his co-host, Linda Crater. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network. Today is December 24th, 2013. Merry Christmas to everyone. I'm Gary Ray, along with my co-host Linda Crater, President and CEO for VeteranCaregiver.com. Good morning, Linda, and Merry Christmas. And good morning, Merry Christmas, and wishing everyone a happy holiday season. Oh, definitely. We have a really great Christmas Eve show for you today. It's called Coping with the Holidays. But before we get to our guest, we're going to take just a couple of minutes to wish our veteran trek guys, Anthony Anderson and Tom Voss, a very Merry Christmas. Right now, Anthony and Tom are still in Arizona. And they will be actually reaching their L.A. destination about, let's say, about the end of January, the beginning of February. After all, we all know about Veteran Trek, don't we? These are two guys that have, are walking 2,700 miles from Milwaukee to L.A. They have made a commitment to bring awareness to PTSD, veteran suicide, and dry hooch of America, and they're doing a great job of it. They're actually right now out of the reception area. I don't know if anybody's been involved in a dust storm in Arizona, but <laughs> I have. I'll tell you, your lungs must be full of sand if uh, the day after. But uh, anyway, they'll be back with us live on our first show of the year, January 7th. And good luck, guys. Go to VeteranTrek.com and keep up with their blog. Also, they have a GPS finder on the site. Once again, good luck, and we'll talk to you in 2014. Let's get with our guest. Today's show, once again, is coping with, uh, coping with the holidays. Linda, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? I'd be delighted. Dr. D. Reiska is joining us today from Canada, just north of the border. 
where she works very closely with veterans, reservists, um, active duty, uh, clinical psychologists, and I'll let her explain more of her background. But Dee does work that is just so much in touch with those that she deals with that we formed a friendship and I asked her to participate today because I think she's got some of the most marvelous ideas about how to, as best as possible, make it through what is often a very stressful time for everyone. So without further ado, welcome, Dr. D. Reiska, to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, Dr. D. Thank you so much. I just want to say, uh, Linda, that was that was such a lovely, lovely introduction. Can can you hear me blushing on the radio? Because that was that was really, really nice. Thank oh, you so, so much. You're All very, right. very welcome. All right. You know, the holiday is stressful for me, but probably everyone else. Is that correct? Why? Let's discuss why this happens. Well, and, and I think let's let's start off very, very broadly in terms of the holiday season is, is stressful for, for everyone. And I, I um, came up with the perfect example to give you entirely by accident as I was sitting here about, and this is, I'm, I'm not making this up. I wish I were, but 20 minutes before we started, I'm sitting here kind of trying to um, pull my thoughts together about what we'll talk about and just very faintly in the background, I hear raindrops. Now, I am not sitting outside, and it is not raining. I'm sitting in my study. <laughs> I expect I'm, I'm about 20 feet away from my dining room, which is all set up, because I am hosting dinner for a dozen people tomorrow. Mm. And we've sprung a leak oh, in no. our ceiling. So the idea that, that Christmas is supposed to be... Um, perfect. I, I wish I were joking about this right now. My husband is running in front of me with buckets and mops as we speak. Oh, I like um, it. A dramatic <laughs> radio program. Oh, boy. With that all the familiar. senses involved. I like this a lot. So, c- Christmas seems like it's supposed to be perfect because we are bombarded with advertising that that screams happiness and, and and it leaves us with this impression that everybody's dining room is supposed to look like the cat- the catalog out of pottery barn that we're all supposed to be happy that we're all supposed to be with family that we're all supposed to be having a good time everybody's turkey is supposed to look perfect and the reality doesn't live up to that. Um, my reality is um, that right now you know we're we're Looking at, I, I'm not sure if my husband can hopefully put a stem on this flood in the in the dining room, or whether we're going to be eating in the kitchen. Twelve people is going to be a little bit awkward, but <laughs> the the way that it it works in reality is that nobody's Christmas is perfect, right? Uh, whether you're dealing with mental health concerns or not, whether you're dealing with you know, these last few years, the, the economy has been far from great. People who have financial stressors, people who have lost a job, people who um, are empty nesters and their, their children and grandchildren are with, with the in-laws this year. Um, people who have lost someone. There's lots and lots and lots of reasons why the holidays, for, for most people, the reality is they're, they're far from this perfect, happy um, idea that gets bombarded at us by, by the media, by the advertising. And part of what happens is just that 
there's so much of this of this frenzy of of the holidays or the hap- happiest season of all that we're left with the impression that everybody else is having a perfect holiday season and and we might be the only one that's struggling so it becomes really important to recognize that that really is an illusion that's created by the media because if they give us a really good message that if we spend more money we'll be happy well, then we spend more money and they're happy. So, so there's a reason why it's, it's, it's marketed that way. But it becomes really, really important to keep reminding ourselves that that's really not the reality for anybody. Nobody's house is perfect. Nobody's family is perfect. Everybody's got that one crazy relative who you cringe before, you know, they open their mouth and say something, you know, start discussing politics or whatnot. And then the discussion gets tense and everybody's looking sullen and picking at their food over the over the dinner table while a couple of people go at it with each other whatever the case may be right mm-hmm. the reality is that the holidays are sometimes goofy sometimes hilarious sometimes memorable and and and, and never perfect that's correct you know it, it's so funny when i think of i'm listening to you talking and i think constantly of what the families I serve talk about the caregivers, the veterans, etc. And they speak of the family dynamics. And I know just in regular families, not those that may have the additional stressors um, that they may be working with, if family dynamics, the crowds, the scheduling, it's frenetic. And also the time frame, you know, it's, it's very compressed. And as you say, meant to be happy. But when you squeeze something, it has to go out somewhere else. And so I'm hoping we can talk about sometime today how we can work best when those stressors come along and, and some guidance maybe because you're the brilliant one here oh, to dear. talk about. Well, you have a leak and you're still on a radio program, so I'm mm-hmm. very, very impressed. <laughs> I, I have a wonderful husband. I owe him big time. I think I'm I'm baking something that is that is his favorite as soon as the out-of-town relatives leave. I'm not off the hook and, and, and eating turkey sandwiches for a week after Christmas, I think, <laughs> if he's running around mopping while I'm on the radio. So. You know, no you talk, talk, about, talk about stressful. Um, uh, when I was younger, we used to go by our relative's house. Uh, my dad is from a family of 14 kids. Wow. Uh, so you can imagine, and all being Polish, uh, you know, you can imagine. The kind of, <laughs> uh, it was a nuts time, uh, a lot of stress. Uh, you, could, you could see it in uh, the, the relatives' faces, but everybody tried to keep that smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you make an interesting point, Gary. I think there are a lot of people who do put on a face, a, a happy smile, etc., which can be very exhausting. Yes, Absolutely. And I think that, you know, oftentimes we get caught up in this expectation of everybody is is supposed to be at their best and, and there's there's this idea that we have to, right? So if you've got mm-hmm. fourteen brothers and sisters, and I'm imagining that that um, Gary, by the time that you were a kid, um, everybody's married, everybody's got kids. So you've got umpteen bazillion kids all crammed into this house, chasing each other and shrieking, and everybody's right. got this happy face on, thinking we have to because it's the holidays. 
That's true. And it, it and this is why and, and and in terms of getting started talking about how we begin to cope, we begin to cope by talking to our families about okay, how do we make the sane on each other? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I've got uh, both sides of the family coming together this year. So I've got uh, my side of the family, my aunt and uncle, and my husband's side of the family. And part of how we're making it sane on each other this year is we're saying, you know what, we're not getting gifts for the grown-ups because these are two sides of the family who have met each other once at our wedding. Mm-hmm. Really, don't run out and spend, you know, and, and get yourself all riled up about trying to figure out how to buy gifts and spend more money for people that you barely know. That's one example. If you have a giant family, how can you break up into smaller groups so that you don't have to have a giant, giant crush of people all cramming into um, the grandparents' house all at once, right? So there's mm-hmm. we, we get kind of into this tunnel vision of thinking that things have to be a certain way because it's the holidays, and that is a big part of what becomes really stressful. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'll tell you, what, you're right. When uh, the kids start getting a little bit older and uh, that, that uh, um, 30 people turn into 60 people. Oh, my. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. And uh, it, then it starts going to everybody's house. You know, uh, one year it was uh, the grandfather's house. The next year it was the aunt's house. And then it was the, another aunt's house. And I had so many uncles and aunts. It was, uh, uh, you forget their names. <laughs> well, when you have that many, right? And when you're a little kid, you look up and they all look as as, as giant as trees, right? Yes. At, at their knees, they all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's very, very true. You know, it's interesting. You have these bigger organizations. We have a family that's spread out. So we end up having five and six and seven different celebrations. So it spans a much longer time. And that's stressful, too, because you start to think, aren't, aren't we done yet? It's and a different kind of stressful, It's right? a different kind of stress. So I'm thinking that there are so many stories. The three of us have three different stories, and I'm certain that the families out there have their own stories as well. Right. But it is a normally stressful and very busy time. Yes, it is. Definitely. Definitely. Can you imagine the amount of food on these tables? Um, <laughs> <laughs> my grandfather's family, 14 yeah. siblings, and yeah. their, their kids. Yes. I, poor table is all I have to say. <laughs> poor table that has to hold all this up. <laughs> my grandfather was downstairs all the time making more sausage. <laughs> right. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But Actually, Gary, yours sounds really quite delightful. Yes. It does. It, it was. You know, I sort of, I really miss it. I don't, don't sort of miss it. I miss it. You know, it's something that uh, um, you'll never forget. Well, you're talking about traditions, and yes. traditions are really so much a part of us. Mm-hmm. That's so true. That, that's a wonderful thing. It's true. Well, we're going to take a quick break. I'm Gary Ray, along with uh, my co-host, Linda, and our guest, Dr. D. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice of America on the Red Channel, and we'll be right back. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. 
The American Heroes Network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers, and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Dr. D. And uh, Linda, you had a question? I did. I, I was thinking about what uh, Dr. D was saying about the economy, the stresses and strains of the year, and especially this last quarter. And I was also thinking of those who may have mental health concerns. And when you add all of those external and internal things together, maybe you could talk about some of the, um, how that makes the time of year even more difficult or more challenging, if you want to put it that way. And, and what are some of the reasons? Absolutely. Well, and we were just talking about how this is a, a stressful time of year for, for everyone, for people who have any kind of mental health concerns. So we're talking even civilians, people with depression, people with PTSD, people with anxiety. Um, here's how it works. The rest of the year, people who are struggling with mental health concerns might see themselves as functioning of 20% of, of their best. And they might have the perception that everyone else is functioning at 80% or above. Sometimes it might seem like everybody else is at 100%, but at least at 80%. So what they're looking to do, somebody who's got depression or anxiety or, or whatever the case may be, they're essentially working really, really hard to fake it, to try and, 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 and put on a happy mask and make it look like they're at least at 50% so they can kind of sort of keep up with everyone else. Mm-hmm. Along comes, comes the holiday season, and the holiday season seems to creep up and start earlier and earlier every year these, these days. Um, along comes the holiday season. All of a sudden, the holiday music is on 
the radio stations, everybody else is, is starting their baking and starting their Christmas cards and getting all excited about spending holidays with the family or, you know, all this going on a fancy vacation or going to see their, their relatives or, or getting excited about all of this stuff that somebody who is struggling with mental health issues can't do or can't get excited about. And what that does essentially is it widens the gap. So it seems to, to a person who's struggling with mental health concerns, it seems like yesterday I was at 20% doing my best to eke out 50% so that I could kind of almost keep up with everybody else who's at 80%. I wake up this morning and the Christmas carols are on the radio and everybody else is so excited. All of a sudden it seems like everybody else is at 200%. <laughs> everybody else has taken a magic happy pill that worked on everybody but me. And everybody else is doing great, and oh, great. Now, I, now even with all the effort that I put forth, I can't fake it. I can't even begin to try and keep up. And that makes it um, that much more poignant for somebody who's struggling with mental health issues that they're just really feeling very lonely and very isolated and very much not like everyone else is, is what it boils down to. Everybody else seems to be fine and I'm not, and I'm alone, and it sucks. In, in a nutshell. Term, right? <laughs> right. Absolutely. That, that, that is entirely, you know, par- pardon my, 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 my very scientific psychobabble. <laughs> <laughs> it works, though. Right. It's unreal. Yeah. But again, you know, these mental health problems, uh, uh, we all have them, like you said, right? It's just well, a matter. It's, it's a matter of degree. I, it, it's important to realize that all of us might have a bad day or mm-hmm. might have a bad mood or might have a moment when it seems like everything is going wrong. There's, there's a difference between having a bad day or being in a bad mood and having uh, a, a mental health issue, which um, oftentimes has nothing to do with the circumstances. Right. So for somebody who's depressed, the difference between being depressed and being sad is somebody who's depressed will continue to feel a profound, intense sense of of, of sadness or, or worthlessness or, or hopelessness, even when they're surrounded by circumstances that they feel should make them happy. So, and, and that's another layer of what oftentimes um, for, because I also work with, with some civilian uh, patients as well, something that oftentimes comes up, you know, my family's visiting, I've got some great stuff going on that I should be excited about, I should be happier than this, why can't I shake this off? And that becomes another layer of guilt and another layer of, of misery, essentially, that, that makes people feel, feel down at this time of the year sometimes. Um, family is, is another piece of it. Oftentimes, family members might um, approach somebody who's, who's struggling with mental health issues by saying, you know what, it's the holidays, we're going to have fun, we're going to cheer you up, we're going to get you out of this funk. And that's where it becomes really, really crucial to understand the difference between what is a bad mood or feeling grumpy or feeling down and having a mental health issue. 
right? And the way that that, that I um, described it recently on on a blog post is is imagine that your family really loved skating. That was something that that your family really loved to do around this time of the year. Um, I live toward the north end of the country where we're covered under six feet of snow for a good five or six months of the year. So this is realistic, right? People might enjoy winter sports. Um, Now imagine that you had a broken leg and your family decided that they need to cheer you up and they need to get you out of this funk that is the broken leg. So they're going to construct the biggest, best ever skating rink in the backyard, string it up with some really pretty lights and turn on your favorite music and that'll cheer you up out of your broken leg so that you can go skating with them. (laughs) Well, Good luck with that, right? right. It's, it's not actually going to work out that way. And, and sometimes that becomes a really important way of, of, of helping families understand how mental illness works, whether it be PTSD or depression or generalized anxiety or anything else, right? If, if someone actually had a broken leg, we would never do that. We would never do that because instinctively in our gut we understand that, one, it's not going to magically make their broken leg go away. It's not going to help them shake it off. And what it will accomplish is it will make that person feel guilty for all the effort that the family put in and will make them feel um, even more isolated and even more alone. It increases so, the sense of loss. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 So, so a huge part of, you know, you were, you were saying earlier, let's, let's really focus on coping strategies. A huge part of coping is, is effective communication, is making sure that, that someone who is dealing with, with mental health issues is able as much as they can to be, to be open and honest and communicating with family members about what's, what is within the realm of, of what they're capable of putting forth. Um, and also for the family to have the necessary information to realize that here's the difference between being in a bad mood and having a mental health concern, right? In that if you have a family member who is, who is coping with mental health concerns, they're not being grumpy. They're not being difficult. They're not trying to be all bah humbug over your holidays. They are actually doing the best that they can, and what you're seeing is actually the best that they can muster. Now, you just bring up a very valid point. There are some families I know who say, um, we're going to go, but um, Joe's not going to go this year. And that takes that family and fragments it, because Joe's trying to say, I don't want to be a downer at your holiday party, and yet the family is then missing Joe being there. And so this, this is another way in which it can be really challenging for families who are trying to cope with the mental illness. So isolation is one thing um, and participating, but so is isolation and absenting yourself from the situation. Absolutely. And it becomes a very gentle balance on the one hand to not assume that just because someone has mental health concerns, they can't participate in anything. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand of teamwork, right? Brainstorming with the whole family to say, Mm -hmm. okay, there are limits on what Joe is capable of doing. How do we set realistic expectations? How do we plan realistic activities so that Joe can participate 
in whatever way that Joe is capable of participating. So mm-hmm. um, the way that Gary was describing earlier, 14 siblings, everybody's married, everybody's coming home with their whole family and cramming into one house. Mm-hmm. Don't bring <laughs> Joe along to that. <laughs> Joe it might just be that. a bit much. Right. Yes. It might be, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, you know, I mean, I'm not an expert or anything. Oh, oops, I am. Um, <laughs> but that might be a little much for Joe. But if you can plan uh, quieter, smaller activities that, that can include Joe in a way that is, is realistic and reasonable, in a way that Joe can actually enjoy, then that becomes, it takes creativity and it takes brainstorming and it takes flexibility. It might mean that you need to adapt traditions to actually work with what somebody's capable of doing at this point in time. You know, I love that you talk about family communication because I, I'm truly a believer that communication is at the root of everything that can go awry. Absolutely. And so good communication really makes a difference. So you're actually talking about, if I'm understanding you correctly, about involving the family ahead of time. So definitely pre-managing and educating on the situation before it comes up. So that it's not a last minute thing and, and feels abrupt or scary for that reason. Absolutely. Absolutely. Setting clear expectations ahead of time and making a plan together. Right. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Go to the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com for the latest updates and upcoming guests. Be sure to use the blog section for your comments or concerns. Also, we want you to let us know about any special shows you would like broadcast in 2014. I'm Gary Ray, along with my co-host, Linda, and our guest, Dr. D. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. The American Heroes Network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers, and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. 
If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our uh, guest, Dr. D. And I'd like to tell you about uh, these family get-togethers. You know what they actually happened? They turned into also birthdays where people would get together, all the family members would get together for the birthdays. And it just so happens that my birthday and my sister's birthday, even though she's three years older than me, fell on the exact same day. And uh, whenever these family get-togethers would happen, Everybody would remember my sister, but they always forget mine. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Now, now, Gary, you have yeah. to tell us what day. Well, I, well, would I have to? No. Yeah, okay. You don't. <laughs> That's August 26th, actually. Okay. Um, but uh, uh, that was sort of depressing, you know, through my real young age. Uh, it stopped after 40 or 50, don't worry. <laughs> but... No, it's it stopped uh, rather quickly because and, you know. And how old are you now, Carrie? Oh, like oh, geez, I think I'm about thirty-nine. Uh, I, so I was going to say it stopped when you were forty hilarious. or fifty, but you're thirty-four now. Okay. <laughs> 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 Math something is a strong like that. suit. Yeah. All right, but yeah, it's it's something. I think it was just uh, that month's get together. You know, whoever yeah. had their birthday that month, if all these all these family members would get together again. I think it was just party time for them. Uh, it was your place to, we could all get together as a family. In those days, you really miss them. You really do. Um, they were a hassle at first, uh, but when you grew up and, you know, realized what was happening, you don't have that today. You just don't have that closeness today. And that's, that's depressing. Because the family is scattered geographically? That's, that's probably right. Huh. That's probably okay. right. Okay. Now, Linda, you had a question during the break. Yes, I think that there are specific things that veterans face that perhaps the general population don't share in quite the same percentages. And they seem to be in three categories that I have heard the most. Obviously, those with PTSD. Mm-hmm. Secondarily, those with TBI. And then the third you, may surprise some of you, but it, you'll, you'll start nodding your head, I think. And that is hearing loss. And Absolutely. those, those yeah. three things, I, I really think, um, are, present different challenges at holiday season. And perhaps you would address those. Well, and those are those are some really great points that you raised. Those are those are some really big concerns. PTSD, uh, TBI, hearing loss. The other ones that I hear of oftentimes are depression, um, addictions issues, and for for many folks uh, who have won the challenges uh, lottery, you know, whose life seems a little bit like a like a country song, uh, all of the above, or any combination of the above. So it's not necessarily a question of either. Or, mm-hmm. but certainly all of the things that we were talking about a few minutes ago, um, as being the challenges of of the holiday season, become that much more of a challenge when you're when you're coping with with these additional kinds of issues. When we were talking about huge family gatherings, um, somebody who has uh, PTSD will have 
a, a great deal of difficulty in, in, in a big crowd of people, particularly when, you know, as, as Gary was describing, you know, 14 siblings, everybody's got kids, kids are running around shrieking, there's lots of excitement, maybe people are bringing their pets to this too, the dogs are running around barking, kids are chasing the dogs. That's a lot for somebody with with PTSD to deal with. It's certainly a lot for someone with with a traumatic brain injury to try and um, keep out certain pieces of, of of whatever's going on in their environment to try and focus on a conversation, um, keep their uh, keep their calm, keep their keep their mood at a certain level so they can. Um, participate appropriately in activities, and for someone with with hearing loss, uh, being able to to zone in and, and focus on a conversation with lots of background noise um, also becomes a challenge. So, um, again, as as we were talking a little bit uh, before the break, having clear communication with um, with the family beforehand and I know at this point in time we're, we're Christmas Eve it's it's a little uh, late to try and communicate now but now is better than tomorrow evening over turkey dinner when you know um, pets and kids and, and, and lots of noise is around you know mm-hmm. to communicate ahead of time to to help family members understand first and foremost what these challenges are and what kind of impact they have um, and that becomes really key because oftentimes for, for a veteran who's struggling with, with PTSD or struggling with, with a, a brain injury, trying to explain how they feel and why becomes really difficult. Trying to find the right words to explain that, gee, I feel really crummy all the time. And I hate feeling this crummy. And I, and I hate that I'm not up to being able to participate the way that, that I used to. It's, it's embarrassing for me that I can't participate the way that I used to. I don't like this new and not so improved me. I, I wish I could shake it off. And sometimes it's difficult for people to find those words and, and, and to, to put these things in words because, you know, I, I work with a lot of veterans. Um, when it comes to being able to, to talk about their feelings, oftentimes within the first few sessions, I, I reassure them that, you know what, you, it's okay. You can talk about your feelings. You're, you're not going to grow boobs from it, right? Some of these guys <laughs> don't love to Thank talk God. about the mushy stuff. Right, but it becomes really essential to find a way to communicate to family that it's not personal. I, this is not um, a situation of the veteran trying to push away or reject their family. It's just they're they're not able to cope with that level of intensity of noise and crowds and 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 schedules and 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 one activity after another and 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 lots and lots of overstimulation is just more than somebody can bear 
given these additional challenges like PTSD or TBI or hearing loss or depression and or whatever else they might have on their plate. You know, this so, brings, brings up sorry, sorry, ahead, some, something funny. Uh, well, it's not really funny. Um, probably about a year ago, I, I, I went to the VA and I found, you know, over, I, over 40 years I've had a hearing loss and they told me uh, just about a year ago that it was a 50% hearing loss. And I've been going around for 40-some years like that, and I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, uh, you know, because before, before I got to improve my hearing, uh, you're right. Uh, you're sort of, you, you don't hear everything. <laughs> and you're, you don't, you really can't understand what's going on. And you just rather walk outside and, and uh, not pay attention to anything anymore that's going on in the house because you just can't focus in on it. Absolutely. And, and sometimes for it, it's, it's painful for people to discuss. It's painful to admit to yourself, never mind to your family, that, that you're struggling um, for, again, coming from, from a military culture. For a lot of veterans in specific, it feels like a weakness, so you don't want to let others know about it. And sometimes it, when it's frustrating, it's easier to come across as a as a jerk than it is to to be open and honest about the fact that look it i I can't right and it becomes really important to mm-hmm. to help people both the 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 veteran who's who's suffering as well as the family members who are perplexed and wondering what they've they've done to to be able to communicate to to bridge these gaps and really be able to navigate the relationship within these you know challenging and demanding times like the holidays to say here's what i'm capable of here's what i'm up to and beyond that it's too much for me so what do we do about that? You know, it's it's so interesting when you say that because I, I can hear the voices of many of the caregivers that I work with. And the family members don't look at it as uh, he or she can't. The family members may look at it as she or he won't. So what many of these families do is to address it months earlier with smaller celebrations, whether it's a Labor Day weekend barbecue or uh, Halloween or whatever it might be, and, and show them what is possible as opposed to trying to tell people what isn't possible. Because family, some get it, some don't. And it, it isn't a case of won't. It's just a case of what's not, not optimal for right. that veteran. So the more foresight you can have with uh, communicating ahead of time is, of course, terrific. But there's nothing wrong at all with pulling people aside during the holidays and saying, "Absolutely, you know, we're having an issue right now, and here's what I need you guys to do. And a good family right. will do that for you. Do you right. hear that as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's It's all about finding ways to communicate effectively to say even in the moment and you're absolutely right even in the moment to say it's not about you we're not angry we're not trying to make a fuss we need to leave now because Mm -hmm. joe is overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and perhaps follow up afterwards and, and and use it as an opportunity to communicate more and educate you know um more distant relatives for, for next year, right? To, to learn yes. from, from this and, and, and figure out what to do even better next year. There's also another dynamic that gets thrown into the holidays, and, and that is that 
um, especially with TBI uh, and, and also with PTSD, keeping a regular routine is good. It, it mm-hmm. builds a lot of uh, strength and esteem and confidence, etc. And so when you suddenly throw a routine into the dryer and it's all jumbled up into something right. different, you don't have a routine as much. So as much as possible, as you can prep the families to understand that, that really does, I think, make a difference. Absolutely. Uh, so you have a different routine, it, but yes. as closely as it can possibly resemble the one that you live with generally, that would be another thing that is possibly a coping mechanism. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick short break. And uh, I'm Gary Ray, along with my co-host Linda and our guest, Dr. D. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. And we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Save on your prescriptions with the RX Savings Plus drug discount card offered by Voice America. It is not insurance and discounts are only available from participating pharmacies, but 9 out of 10 pharmacies participate nationwide. Start saving today. Print your free card online at voiceamerica.rxsavingsplus.com or text the word talk radio to 96362. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with uh, Dr. D and Coping with the Holidays. Dr. D, where would you like to take this last segment? Well, I think that, you know, we've talked a little bit about some coping strategies and Mm -hmm. we focused a lot on on communicating with with families and I think that that is tremendously important. I think that um, another really important thing to, to keep in mind is that we we started out talking about how the, the the media and the advertising and the pressure to be happy at this time of year is a huge part of what makes us unhappy is is that gap between what um 
we're expecting or what uh, advertising, what, what other people expect us to be achieving in terms of our mood at this time of year. And then feeling as if we've fallen short of that. And I think for, for any family member, any veteran, anybody who is, who is having a tough time, who's, who's struggling with this time of year, rather than looking at those really um, unrealistic expectations that are set up by advertisers or the media or whatever else at this time of the year, even expectations based on comparisons between this was the old me before my injury, before my illness or whatever versus the new me now. I think a really, really important key point that that I'd like people to be able to walk away with um, today is that letting go of those expectations and being able to have compassion for ourselves and being able to realize that this is a stressful time of year. Whether you're struggling with financial concerns, whether you're struggling with um, strain within within a marriage, strain within estrangement with with family members, or more specific um, serious kinds of issues such as mental health concerns, or or we haven't talked about physical pain or physical injuries, mm-hmm. letting go of those expectations and being able to say this is a holiday season, this is supposed to be a time of enjoyment, not defined by what the old me would do or what the family would have me do or what the media would have me do, but what can I do for myself to try and give myself some sort of comfort through this time of year? And Mm -hmm. I think that's a question that we hardly ever ask ourselves at this time of year. This time of year is all about freaking out about how far behind we are on sending out Christmas cards or baking or cleaning, preparing for um, out-of-town relatives. We don't stop to say, hey, this is supposed to be a happy time. And joy does not have to be defined by the kind of messages that we see in advertising. It has to be defined by what can I do to bring me some sort of comfort, whether it's, whether it's joy, whether it's happiness, or whether it's some sort of comfort. What might bring me some comfort at this time of year? And, and, and setting it up to ask the question from that perspective might mean that you come up with some very different answers than the way that you're used to celebrating the holidays, but you also might have a much better time of it. You know, I always stop and think that um, we use so many more senses, and when we do, um, we we might not be happy with what we're seeing or hearing, but if the scent of the turkey or the um, the candle or seeing the sprig of mistletoe or mm-hmm. something really can make a difference. Uh, I, I like to believe that those little crumbs can add up and and really make the moment better. And if you do set expectations that you don't need any huge um, metamorphosis over Christmas, you could just have you know, a, a contented moment somewhere along the line. And that's a real triumph. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about setting small expectations and focusing on what will give me comfort rather mm-hmm. than what am I supposed to be feeling? What am I supposed to be doing? That sounds like a chore. 
Yes. Absolutely. It is a chore. It's a chore. And because we start out with this, I'm supposed to be doing a bazillion things and I feel like I'm behind on all of them. That's that's where our sense of stress comes from. Right. It's it's funny. I have this saying and, and sometimes I just need to act it out. I, I call it I need something nice to do, not something I need to do. Absolutely. And yeah. that sounds like it fits what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be something really small, like curling up in front of the fireplace and turning on some music that you like, even if it's not holiday music. There are people out there who can't stand the holiday music, right? And mm-hmm. if it gives you comfort to turn on some heavy metal headbanger stuff from back when you were a teenager, hey, if that's what brings you comfort at this time of the year, whatever floats your boat. You know, I've I've watched people with their headsets on, and music is a huge mm-hmm. mood changer, and it can bring back wonderful memories. And and sometimes you you need to escape that way. So what you are describing are maybe some of those small things that you do. Um, so in, if you're in the midst of a celebration and it gets to be too much, maybe you do carry along, you know, your iPod Shuffle that you just mm-hmm. go sit in the corner and tuck it into your ears and, and you maintain your equilibrium and join back with the crowd when you're ready. I mean, those are small things, but they that's, can make a difference. That's one small thing that can make a difference. One thing that I've advised um, a few of my patients actually to do when when they're at a point where they're ready to attend um, small to medium-sized family gatherings, but they can't imagine sitting through an entire afternoon or an entire Mm -hmm. evening of a gathering is Mm -hmm. if your host has a dog offer to take the dog for a walk around the block it'll give you a break it'll give you a chance to feel like you're contributing and doing something that the host will appreciate and it gives you a chance to escape get some air and come back when you're ready to 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 join the rest of the group good idea Hmm. that's wild Go ask for the neighbor's dog if they don't have a dog. I like that exactly. idea. <laughs> Bring your own dog. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Now, I, you and I became acquainted through your blog. and Yes, we did. Um, I would really like our listeners to know where to find that information. And, and we can say it again at the end of the show, but I would just love if you can make sure that they have a couple of times to hear it so they can write it down. Well, I'd I'd love people to check out the blog. There's a whole bunch of things that we haven't had a chance to discuss today. I've been blogging for for seven months, trying to provide information for both veterans as well as their families, very much the way that we were discussing, to help everyone understand what's happening, right? Because a huge part of what becomes so distressing to people is, is not understanding what PTSD, for example, entails. So my blog is found at CanadianVeteransAdvocacy.com. So Canadian Veterans Advocacy, all one word, CanadianVeteransAdvocacy.com slash coming back home. All right. Now, we only have a minute left. Dr. D, we want to thank you for being on our Christmas Eve show. What would you like to share with our listeners in closing? Thank you so much for for having me. I I really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. And I think the one thing I really wanted to stress is that last point that we talked about is, is this is a time of year that's supposed to be about comfort. So don't set huge unrealistic expectations for yourself. Think of what brings you comfort and do whatever that might be at this time of year. All right. Linda, do you have any closing remarks? 
Oh, I, I just want to wish everyone abundant blessings, Merry Christmas, and Happy Holidays to all our listeners. All right. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and also syndicated on iTunes. And remember, the American Heroes Network spotlights and promotes the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any device. I'm Gary Ray, along with my co-host, Linda Crater, signing off, and thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America and the Variety Channel. May the beauty you love be what you do. Have a blessed Christmas. Say goodbye, Linda. (laughs) Goodbye and Merry Christmas. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray and his co-host Linda Crater again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 